0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com slash SME today. Again, agorapulse.com slash SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media.
1: All right, here we go. On today's show, we're going to explore LinkedIn's new AI post writing tool, which has some restrictions compared to ChatGPT, but I think it's in a good way. Also a faster way to manage your LinkedIn profile. And LinkedIn has taken a page from the YouTube playbook, sort of, but it could be very beneficial for a lot of us. My name is Jerry Potter, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, where we take the latest social media news and break it down for what it means for marketers like you. This is a production of Social Media Examiner.
0: AI has been a massive disruptive force over the past year. That's why we're excited to announce our brand new show. Introducing AI Explored. It's a weekly show hosted by me, Michael Stelzner. If you want to understand how to put AI to work, this is the show for you. Each week, we'll dive deep into using AI to your advantage. We're talking the practical, tactical stuff that I know you're probably craving. Search for AI Explored on your favorite podcast app, and happy listening.
1: And today I'm joined by Judy Fox. Judy is a LinkedIn strategist and her course is called the LinkedIn Business Accelerator Program. Uh, Judy, welcome to the show. Excited to be here. So lots of interesting stuff going on. And the one that is has a lot of talk around it right now, even though we don't all have it yet, is they're testing this generative AI posts where basically you can tell LinkedIn what you want to write about and it'll write a post for you and go from there. So talk about what you've seen with this and, and what they're saying about this so far.
2: Yeah, it sounds like you have to start. I love the fact that they are saying you do need to start with at least 30 words to start outlining what you're going to say. Again, I think of AI as unlocking ideas for you, not necessarily the way that you personally need to write. Here's a tip. If you wouldn't say it to somebody in real life... Don't don't make it a post on LinkedIn. <laughs> we got to keep normal cadence to our voice and our ideas and what we share. And we definitely want to use AI to prompt us on ideas, but don't let AI make the whole post for you. How about that?
1: Well, and one of the things that I really liked is the way LinkedIn is even talking about this. It says, yeah, as you said, you got to write at least 30 words and then they will craft something for you. And then they say, that's the first draft. That's the rough draft. Then you go back and from the beginning, there not like, hey, you don't have to write posts anymore. And they could oversell it in that way, but they're not, which I think is great. And I like that they're also encouraging people to share your take, share your stance. I assume it would work if you said, write a post about tips to be more productive at work, up to 30 words, but they're really encouraging people to share their stance, which of course makes all the difference in the LinkedIn algorithm, right?
2: Yes. And we all feel that content freeze or we get a feeling, oh, I want to write a post. Here's the topic, but I don't know how to start. I love that LinkedIn's giving us that energy of maybe unlocking writer's block, but 1,000% read it to yourself out loud so you can actually make sure it sounds like a real human wrote it.
1: When I worked at a at an agency as the creative director and CMO, I would have all my community managers, I would say, you read your post out loud before you hit publish. Exactly. And they would feel weird because we'd be in an office together. But I would always say, look, there's there's no better way to fix it because when you hear it, you hear all the grammar and all of that. So that's great.
2: And cut back on the jargony of sometimes AI I'm finding is very <laughs> expressive at a sometimes technical level with the words and they get very jargony jargony. jargony in AI, even when you try to say right at a fifth grade level, right at a third grade level, you just want to make sure you don't jargonize yourself in a way that you would never say it personally to somebody.
1: I like that word, jargonize. jargonize. It's a good I one. I think
2: that's a new word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like some fake words I love. And then some I'm like, I don't know, but I like Trademark, that one. Trademark,
2: jargonize. Yeah,
1: <laughs> get the domain right now, <laughs> jargonize.ai. I think that this is going to be, the future of this AI writing is going to be where eventually we'll all have a tool and it may be a different tool, but it's going to know how to write as us. Right now, what we've seen is the closest, as you can say, write in a fifth grader with a little wit or yeah. certain AI tools I've seen where it'll say, like you have 10 to 30 personalities you can choose and you can find one right like you. But I imagine eventually we'll get to where it'll, it'll just know you and it'll go from there. The other sort of thing I'm kind of excited to get this is I hate typing on my phone. And so if I can type 30 words on my phone and then tell it to generate more, that's less typing. So that to me, that's like the bright side is like, I don't have to type as much on my phone. I do as much as I can on the computer and it'll be interesting to see.
2: I think me and you are in the same boat there. I still sometimes hunt and peck like this on my Mm -hmm. phone.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: So I am much faster on the computer. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> Something
1: and voice to text
2: is good. I was going to say that. Sometimes. We're on the same page. If you are yes. thinking, I want to write a post on LinkedIn forego the AI generative posts, I know LinkedIn's pushing it. But if you could just send yourself a voice note of what you want to say and listen back, that actually is a really good way of unlocking any kind of writer's block.
1: Mm, I like that. And voice to text is good unless you miss the typos. For example, this week I posted something about free continents versus paid continents instead of contents and didn't miss it until somebody pointed it out. But
2: sometimes that is a good story. (laughs) <laughs> you get a lot of comments when you make a That's mistake. True. And you know, I know some people that do that on purpose.
1: Yeah. I was like, you don't think I have continents that I charge people for <laughs> and some that I let them visit for free. Yeah, sure. Why not? So I love it. All right. Judy's favorite update on LinkedIn coming up here in a second. Real quick, if you want to skyrocket your sales and grow your business, email marketing is just as big as ever. And you can unlock the untapped potential in your business. We've got a marketing master workshop coming up with Alex Catoni to learn how to leverage your email list to generate revenue, build trust, and make more sales. And so if you would like to jump into that and get ready to take your business to new heights, you can sign up right now. It's a live online training coming up July 25th. And just go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash Marketing mastery social media marketing mastery. So, another AI update from LinkedIn is to cut down on fake profiles, which are you know just as rampant there as on any social media platform. So, what exactly is this one doing, Judy?
2: We've been able to see the new AI generated images out on the internet, and we love the idea of generating a headshot using AI, but be careful with that because. You are correct. AI image detection is going to try to scrape the profile and reduce and delete your account. So be careful uploading too much AI-generated imagery or content. Again, I'm trying to navigate where's... LinkedIn going to draw the line because I've seen some really creative and headshots from people trying to say, you know what, I don't have the money for a full time photographer to take a headshot. I think that's a really cool balance, but I'm wondering where LinkedIn is going to draw the line. Here's an extra thing: LinkedIn is adding the ability to identify yourself with your ID, therefore you can get kind of a check verified account. It doesn't mean you're getting a check mark, but you get a kind of a this account using, I think, a tool clear that it allows you to identify yourself behind the scenes. And LinkedIn gives you like a little badge on your profile saying you are a real human.
1: (laughs) Clear, like the same one that you can use to get through airport security faster. Oh, that's too funny. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean, it makes sense because if LinkedIn on one hand is saying we're going to reduce profiles using AI images to create accounts and look like they're human, Then on the flip side, we do need a way to say, wait, but I am a human. I just wanted to actually use AI to give me a good headshot, if that makes sense, or do some editing with AI to make myself look more professional in my picture.
1: I have a connection that shared a new headshot this week, and and it was a really nice-looking picture. got a lot of engagement, but the two comments that stood out were, Wow, who took these? I need to get some new ones. You know, asking them for the photographer, and he admitted, nah, "Nope, that was uh, that came via AI from what it looked like him, but it was like a very distinctive looking. I mean, somebody could look nothing like him. Somebody could have taken that photo, but as you said, a good photographer is can be very expensive, and not everybody has that budget. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. All right, Judy Fox's favorite new LinkedIn feature is all about how to better manage your notifications. So what are they giving us now with this?
2: I mean, basically, we're able to see different whether we got tagged, whether we get mentioned. Let me actually going to click on it to make sure because I so basically when you have all of your notifications, it does start to become this overwhelming sense of notification because this everything is important. When everything is important, nothing is important. So the ability to filter through your mentions when people truly want to tag you for something That to me is really, really powerful. And also checking in on your posts. I now have the ability to filter for both of those. I'm sure if LinkedIn's rolling out more, we can discuss that. But for now, what I have physically have been able to experience and enjoy is the ability to filter for mentions and my own content, being able to scroll notifications on my own posts and carry on the discussions that I already wanted to have. And not get distracted by a million mentions and a million uh, tags and and things that LinkedIn is. Did you need to see this post? It's getting four likes, and I'm like, no, <laughs> LinkedIn, I didn't. I wanted to see my post responses and I wanted to see my mentions. <laughs> so
1: yeah, it's it definitely a, a big help, especially for marketers that are managing like multiple accounts oh, and. Yeah all of that. There's actually been times where I've gotten LinkedIn is not my primary platform, but there's times where I'll be more consistent on LinkedIn. But the notifications experience is always pushing me away because I'm like, I can't. There's too much here. It's like, here's what's trending. Here's this. Here's that. And all these different things. So it's great that they have that.
2: And brands don't want to miss being where they're mentioned or businesses don't want to miss that because when it gets mixed in with everything else, you miss out on the actual conversations you could be having publicly with your ideal clients, the audience that already loves you and buys from you. Maybe they're making a shout out post saying this is the best person to work with. You don't want to miss that. And you actually want to be early on that content. You want to get active on your mentions faster than you would want to get active on a random post from somebody you don't even know. Sometimes LinkedIn's highlighting things that are just not part of your business strategy. So I'm very excited for them to create more filters.
1: So a lot of times with LinkedIn, we'll see them add features that either we thought, oh, this should have been here years ago, or came out another social network. But I don't know if anyone else is doing this quite the same way. They're testing a new way to target your LinkedIn audience or LinkedIn audiences off of LinkedIn. So what is this exactly, Judy? Oh, what is this?
2: (laughs) I'm going to need some help with this one. I have it open. The Does that mean where we are able to see the ads that are then getting targeted over on Google, for example?
1: That's okay. Yeah. So my interpretation of it is basically it's going to be, you're going to be able to target LinkedIn audiences on streaming services. And so Microsoft who owns LinkedIn is, is, this is one of the big things that they're kind of pushing. And so theoretically Netflix now has a version with ads. Disney plus does Hulu has ads. So theoretically, if you have got this perfect LinkedIn audience, but maybe they're not logging in very often, right? LinkedIn is the the network that usually promotes their monthly active users instead of daily and weekly.
2: Maybe they're all watching Succession because uh, they're getting their business knowledge <laughs> from Succession.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they're just testing it now, I guess, but it'll be interesting to see because for companies and brands that have got, they love LinkedIn because you can target by job title and things like that. Now this will be a way to do that.
2: Yes, this one. I think I agree with the news source that I was reading this on. That this is an ambitious step for LinkedIn. I think it is ambitious. I think that's probably why this one was a little bit really. I don't know. (laughs) We see the ads that end up in our newsfeed on LinkedIn, and the way that they're presented. I'm curious. Does that mean they would create different ads, but they just happen to be capturing when LinkedIn or users are watching TV and shows? They're going to connect the audience members, but not show that same ad that was on LinkedIn, because that would be really funny and cringy.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I assume these, my interpretation, these would be video ads for sure. And that's another advantage.
2: Okay. Yeah. That would be really funny to see the actual ad though.
1: <laughs> like you're watching a show and it's like the big cliffhanger comes up and it's like, here's this static post. No, I don't think it'll be like that. And, but, but that does bring up another good point is everybody responds differently to different content. And so this is a way to get people with video when your video ad may not do as well on LinkedIn because people are scrolling with the sound off or, or whatever it might be.
2: I will say Upwork has a zombie ad that is a video on LinkedIn. And I could see that playing well on streaming services to interrupt my show on Peacock or something. I think it's funny, but I can see some brands are already what I do. Like the way we consume ads, I think is going to become more flat where We would appreciate seeing the same ad we would have seen in a streaming service actually on LinkedIn. So anyone listening, I think if you need to look up some of Upwork's ads, I think they catch my attention. They're memorable and it's a zombie. And I think it's kind of cool.
1: So when you say that this is very ambitious Mm. for LinkedIn, I think their parent company, Microsoft, I think I have a sense of what you mean by that. Do you mean like it's, we're not going to see it for a long time, you think, or it's going to have problems or won't ever get anywhere? Like, what pops into your mind when you say that?
2: When I say that, here's what I'm thinking. You are, it's like an add on to somebody wanting to pay LinkedIn to advertise and to literally give money to LinkedIn to make that leap to streaming services. And so I can kind of see where that is ambitious in my mind because people are already resistive sometimes to how expensive LinkedIn ads are and how. I'm just mentally like, ooh, that's going to be an interesting sales pitch, an interesting how do you make that transition to confirm that that audience was on LinkedIn and they are now watching this show on Netflix, for example.
1: Well, and that makes me wonder, would it even work in places with more and more strict data privacy restrictions in Europe or California or places like that?
2: Yeah, I like the word. It's ambitious. Good job. You are you're <laughs> reaching for the stars, LinkedIn, on this one. But the world, I think, again, I use the word flat because I think this idea that if I see an ad here... I know they're just trying to add touch points. And so this idea that if I happen to be on LinkedIn, I see it there, they're going to want to add more touch points. And this is just a great way to do it. It's a matter of, is it going to sell through LinkedIn specifically as part of their platform as LinkedIn's ad revenue platform?
1: Yeah, well, time will tell, and I think ambitious is a good word. And, and speaking of that, this update may also fall under the ambitious category in it. But it, my interpretation of this is that YouTube—they're taking a page out of the YouTube playbook, which is they're actually going to let creators potentially monetize, which of course brings in more good content. You know, we were just talking about the streaming services; they all pay lots of money to have those TV shows and movies on there, and so it would make sense—the better the quality. Of the content is. So we got very little information about this, but as somebody who lives and breathes LinkedIn, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Where could you see them going?
2: Yes, I'm using my crystal ball here. So we're going to have to make sure there's a little clause statement. Right here, there's a clause that says, (laughs) This is Judy's opinion. Yes. Or predictions is the idea that LinkedIn is ramping up better and better analytics. And we see that with creator mode and we see that with the separating of different analytics they're now giving us to track uh, campaigns and if they're going to start connecting businesses and brands with creators. And I can really see that happening through the actions they're taking. And the words they're using are collaborative campaigns with businesses using shared analytics. Those are kind of key words. So when businesses can make smart decisions and they can see Say, for example, a business works with me, hires me to do a collaborative campaign. They would be able to be a part of seeing my numbers, understanding the reach, understanding how much money they pay for the potential conversion that can happen. And that's what it really comes down to. How many people are clicking over to the links, purchasing, converting? And that data is going to what make creators more and more valuable on LinkedIn.
1: And so... Am I interpreting what you're saying, your crystal ball prediction, that this is going to be more on the paid ad service to where it's it'll almost be the other companies that are marketing themselves that will pay the creators versus LinkedIn paying them directly, or maybe a little of both?
2: Here's what I'm thinking. Again, I don't know, but when I see that companies can now promote the CEO or the C-suite, say, for example, anyone on the team, companies can now boost that content and promote it. So when I say they put money behind you, a company could reach out to me, for example, and say, hey, we want to boost your content because you're talking about our brand or your audience is primed to buy the thing that we sell. We see it in your videos. Let's just point out fox ears. They're going to go viral, guys. So everyone needs fox ears. (laughs) This company is going to partner with me. So they reach out and they say, we want to pay you to boost this video because now we can share and do a collaborative campaign. And they have access to click on my video through my ability to give access. It sounds like there's a lot of access that is coming and we're already seeing it anyways. Just saying if you work for a company, they can start to boost your content.
1: Got it. Okay. I think the coolest part about this is you and I both remember, it wasn't that long ago where it was like only 5% of LinkedIn users were creating any original content, right? They were just, it was links and text posts and that's it. And obviously with creator mode and all these other tools that we've gotten as marketers, that's gone way up. And this to me seems like another step in that direction that will improve the overall quality of content on LinkedIn.
2: So I'm going to give you a direct quote from what I'm reading. It says, this is providing a new pathway to targeted promotion for brands, a new way for LinkedIn influencers to generate direct revenue from their presence. So when I read all those things, you're going to see me doing more advertising for my fox ears. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for an endorsement for these fox ears I'm wearing.
2: I mean, truly, think about LinkedIn influencers. I think we've hesitated. Sometimes I hesitate with that word, but if we really think about it, if I had a whole studio set up and people wanted to kind of copy my studio, I could basically work with brands that want to say, she's using this mic, she's using this thing, she's. I mean, the tools, the apps that we all use as creators, the world gets bigger and bigger with Everything that you can advertise. And now we're advertising on our videos.
1: Yeah, definitely an opportunity for us to watch. Hey, if you have been meaning to start making more money from your email list or perhaps for your clients, just a quick reminder you can learn how to leverage your email list with a special marketing mastery workshop. It's coming up on July 25th. You can sign up right now at socialmediaexaminer.com slash marketing mastery. Socialmediaexaminer.com slash marketing mastery. Judy, where can we find out more about you?
2: J-U-D-I-F-O-X dot com or head over to LinkedIn and follow hashtag Fox Rocks, F-O-X-R-O-C-K-S. And I would be really grateful if you shared this video and you're welcome to tag me and Jerry on LinkedIn. And guess what? We can now see our mentions so we can get back
0: to you
1: even faster. <laughs> Yay, notification filtering. All right. And we really appreciate you being part of the show today. We've got a couple of other podcasts that you can add to your listening lineup. One is the Social Media Marketing Podcast with Michael Stelzner, and then also the Marketing Agency Show for people specifically at agencies. Fantastic new show that Social Media Examiner is now producing. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.
0: The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. If you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering, how do I put AI to work? Well, be sure to listen to the AI Explored podcast, a new show from Social Media Examiner hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored podcast.